0: everybody! It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all things in pop culture you consume. The stuff you're insatiable for. The stuff you find truly bingeable. On today's show, I talk to San Diego-based drag queen Strawberry Corn Cakes, a.k.a. Courtney Johnson. We have a candid discussion about her trans journey with stops and fun fodder of Brazilian butt lips, a.k.a. BBL, and also get into some real places. You guys, I just want to remind you all that while Courtney's limits and boundaries with the discussion of her former name before transition, or her dead name, as it is so often called, and her transition journey and her candor is Courtney's and Courtney's alone. So when dealing with your trans and gender non-binary friends, please use some tact and kindness when you discuss their limits. We're all learning to navigate this world together. Okay, you guys, so before we get to the conversation at hand with the Strawberry Corn Cakes, let's just talk a little bit about what I've been watching lately. You guys know that I've been really, really into The Real Housewives, and we will be back with another one of those recaps coming up pretty soon, but not today because we have Courtney coming up. But, uh, you guys, I've been watching right now over on Netflix. I have, uh, in my background while I'm doing other things, I've been watching Black Summer Season 2. It's horrible, you guys. The first season was like, okay, this is fun because it was all very linear. But the second season, it just flashes back and forth. And the thing is, is and it has so much to offer. But the thing is, is, the storytelling is just so confusing. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about that. That's Black Summer, the zombie flick over on Netflix. I know, weird, guys. I know. Like Sometimes I get into some really crazy shit. Besides that, you know, I'm still over there on the American Horror Stories going over on Hulu. Uh, the most recent episode that featured the very uh scary Santa Claus. Um I don't know y'all. This this shit went crazy camp and it's like very much like it feels like an 80s uh slasher flick, but the thing is it's all happening in 2021. I'm kind of still enjoying it. Let's see. This week, they're going to have Billy Lord and like Vanessa Williams in the episode, so we'll see how that goes. Speaking of Ryan Murphy, there is new Ryan Murphy up on the uh, FX. It's going to be coming out pretty soon, another American crime story. This one is Impeachment, and it looks like it's about Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, and all that shit, so we're going to be bringing that back up again. I've also been watching The Prince over on HBO Max. Very funny. Gary Gennetti created this character based on Prince George, basically took Prince George's voice and all the things that he thinks that he was saying, and it's all very wrong. And it's so right. Anyways, Orlando Bloom, Sophie Turner, cameos by the Housewives. It's funny shit. They make fun of Markle and Prince Harry. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like stumbling over myself. Okay, let's get to the interview. Courtney Johnson, aka Strawberry Corn Cakes. Hello, Courtney. How are you? Hi. <laughs> okay. Hello. I know. I'm gonna be like completely transparent right now with the people who are listening, y'all. It has been a trial to get online right now. Okay. This Literally. has been. This has been like okay. Um, we couldn't get sound going at first. I had a phone call, and then I was just telling her we had this whole tragedy this week in my freezer where it stopped freezing all of a sudden. And I had, we had just gotten home from vacation, which is never cute because it wasn't even vacation. We were at a conference in Miami
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, for the, it was a special event conference, which, okay. Um, Rude. It didn't feel that special, but it was special, I guess.
1: Oh, that's my opinion.
0: Anyways, and then we spent like a couple days, you know, just kind of out there because my partner's family lives out there. And so we had the dog with mm-hmm. us and so it was cute. And then we get home on Sunday night late because we were delayed because everything is delayed right now when it comes to flying. And yeah. um, everything was did, defrosted.
2: Did you see any girls uh, in the <laughs> wheelchairs for their BBL? <laughs> <laughs> is there for
0: the I did not see any of them but the thing is is I actually talked about BBLs last week and I'm not sure if everybody <laughs> understands BBLs so you guys I'm talking to Miss Courtney Johnson aka Strawberry Corn Cakes local legend to San Diego and I say legend because um, I think that you, you you're kind of doing something right now you know what I mean so you're a young yeah. legend you're on your way to legendary status I don't know what we want to say no. but it's it's there it's happening but so we're talking and the thing is, is in, so now we're we're gonna bring up bbls and let's just go there because i just want to talk about it <laughs> I,
2: yes So one of the reasons why i'm going so hard with like drag and everything and everything is because i'm trying to save up to get my bbl but, uh brazilian
0: butt lift you guys that's what yeah, this is
2: On my brazilian butt lift uh i've been transitioning for almost two years
0: mm-hmm. and
2: i have my body is still very you know male athlete you know mm-hmm. like like, oh, I'll just work out and you'll get your body. I'm like, no. If I work out, I will sign up for the NFL. She says, it, like, she's a track star. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I need to save up my cute little coin and go get my one figure that I want.
0: Hmm. Okay. So I'm
2: not gonna go to Miami and get a little six thousand. I'm saving up to get a little cute twenty thousand in Beverly Hills.
0: Oh no, no, no! My goodness, she's doing it. She's doing it. No. So I actually have a few of my like trans friends that like I know that um. I'm not going to out people when I say these kind of things. I I don't want to like, I don't want to go there with, with what kind of um, dental work, what kind of dental work people are getting. But um, one of my good friends, she actually, she heads down to Mexico, you know, sometimes for her maintenance Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool, cute situation because I think that she's kind of, like, worked something out with other people. And so And I'll give you her number later off air if you need, like, if you want somebody to kind of, you know, can you help me mm-hmm. take, take you down the, the Underground Railroad, yeah. in a, in, so to speak. I'm not trying to be that person, you guys. Don't cancel me for saying that. Anyway, uh-huh. but... um so she would come into town and then it would be like uh we would have dinner and then she'd be like that's the last thing i'm eating for like three days <laughs> and Then she would just head out right. to a um to a hotel usually down like ib down like past you know what i mean like and she yeah. would, and then she would get picked up early in the morning by a car that would mm-hmm. take her to the residences that were down in Mexico and then they would get their things done and then you would go in and you would be like, cared for by a doctor for a few days and she would come up and she would be fabulous. A little sore, a little sore.
2: Oh yeah,
0: (laughs) I remember I once had-
2: My old roommate that I, so I've been living in my like, little one bedroom studio in Hillcrest for, it's gonna be a year in August. Mm -hmm. But before that I was living with a couple of people and one of them has gotten a lot of work done down in like Mexico. And I know a lot of other trans girls that have gotten stuff down in Mexico. Um, and like I, I don't know if it's because of them and their like mine that they weren't happy or I don't know, but they've gone back multiple times.
0: Mm-hmm. I think because after, it, like, I think it I think it gets addicting girl. Cause, it, cause, it does but cause as soon know. as you as soon as you can be like oh let me just do this and you're like oh this looks good so if i do it like this on the other side and then like it just True. you know what i mean like it's just kind of it's kind of like i'm going to just like Guys, don't cancel me. I'm just going to compare it to things that I know in my life. Yeah. For me, um, <laughs> when I'm like trimming like my beard, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when I just do like a little bit, I'm like, "Oh, that looks cute. It's all thing." And then I go a little bit more and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Okay." And then eventually I don't have a beard no more. And I think that's what happens yeah. with a lot of our friends is that they go down and they're like, yeah. "I'm going to do this with my jawline. I'm going to do this with this. I'm going to do this." And then all of a sudden they show up and you're just like, "Hi, Latoya Jackson." Like <laughs> you know so but but the thing is is i'm all here for it and i think that you know like coming from the the places that i kind of spend some of my free time being around you know like muscle bears and all that sort of thing and i see these boys out here with all the steroids and all
2: like prior to transitioning like that was like my shit like if i wasn't at a drag show i was at like a bear leather event You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, some of my, like, you know, friends are like, and after I started transition, they're like, hey, Court, do you have any uh, extra needles? Like, (laughs) I need, you know, I need to shoot up my my steroids. I'm like, bitch!
0: For real. See, and the thing is, is
2: that...
0: I look at that the same way, though, as like when people are, you know, it doesn't matter, even if you're not trans, if you are just looking to go and do something to enhance your looks and you go get some rustling for them cheeks, you're going to go do, you know what I mean? Like, um, I haven't done anything yet. And I say yet with a very big YET because it will happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean like I feel it on the horizon. I'm turning 40 this year and I'm starting to feel like it. Like I'm just like yeah. I'm like, "Oh no, we have to do things. We have to start preserving even You're more good, than." We have. Gentlemen, well,
1: gentlemen.
0: Thank you. And the thing is, and it's a lot of work to maintain yourself. But I'm like ready to like take those next steps, but I know that as soon as I start, I won't stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I,
2: I just want to get this one and be done.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like, what they all say. I, Girl, that's the no, thing.
2: Because I <laughs> the process like seeing my old roommate going through the process of mm-hmm. getting the baby and like the aftercare and everything. Like, it made me question, like, do I really want that? But I that do like, I need, to, I need to have my body look more feminine. Um, but that, that fucking, that post-op shit.
0: hmm it's funny, like the whole BBL culture, though, that's like on like social media, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. like, we call our show Bald and Bingeable. And like bingeable, social media is such a bingeable thing because you can just go down, especially on TikTok, you can just go down those like wormholes yeah. and just keep going through. And yeah. so is that where you kind of started seeing the BBL thing? Is like where? Yeah, I've,
2: I've been. So BBLs for trans women mm-hmm. is like school me, educate me. Tell me. It's like it's like a one of I guess standard, I guess. Um, but now nowadays with um let me let me not get canceled now. Uh nowadays with there being it's not just black and white, it's not straight, gay, or trans. It's Uh straight, gay, non-binary. Asexual, demisexual, pencil. there's so much, you know. There's different levels to the, you know, to the stuff now. I'm ready to get the male um, version.
0: Like I'm ready for it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like, well, like back in the day, like you know, back when trans women weren't trying to be advertised as trans women, they were just trying to live their life as women. BBLs were just a regular surgery to get done. Mm-hmm. But then now you have like, and it takes, it takes the, the, the waist in
0: it takes the waist in and brings the hips out. What exactly is the, what do what you, so, is this uh, the shaping?
2: you get a 360 lipo. So you get liposuction in your abdomen and your upper back and your lower back. And then they put it in your hips and your butt.
0: So and, you just, you're moving things around. You're taking things yeah. off of this shelf and you're going to put it yeah. in this drawer.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's yours. So when people are like, for instance, when Kim Kardashian was like, My ass is real. I don't know why people don't say, think my ass is fake because it was real. It was her own fat that was put back in her. See? So technically, yes, it's real. It's not silicone or fucking cement, you know, but. I need it. When you, like when you, when you get that done, like it kills the fat cells.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So like fat doesn't grow back where they give you your lipo.
0: Oh, because they're taking his fat cells and they're moving them. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Okay. We need to look more into this. I'm going to ask Dr. Carlton. We have to like, I'm going to, I have to talk to him about this. I need to find one of these people and I need to get more information. Okay. Let's talk a little bit though. So let's like rewind back and everything else. So, okay. Can I be like completely transparent? So you guys know Miss Courtney um, and I've known Courtney for a while. And the thing is, is we haven't texted each other in a minute like like, text each other through our phones. And so yesterday-
2: When you gave me your number, I like typed in the number Mm -hmm. and it popped up like D'Angelo. I'm like, oh shit, like I know I have this number.
0: Well, the same thing with me, except for it popped up. And this was kind of a cool thing. And I wanna like, okay, this was cute. So it popped up a dead name.
2: Cornelius, you say it.
0: And I was able to like, well, I don't wanna like put everything up there. So you say what you need to. I'm not gonna put those kind of things on blast. I'm not Wendy Williams.
1: dare you
2: mr spears you had me fooled and you too mrs spears death to all of them <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 but, I'm not, and i'm like everybody knows that knows me i'm an open book like i literally like i don't hide anything unless mm-hmm. it stops Netflix. um but, but what's funny
0: is, is is that it was cool to like change it and be like, mm. oh, this is Courtney now. And like, I looked at my partner. I was like, I was like, I haven't got to do this like ever. Like, I've always like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like, I
2: didn't know you already had a partner, by the way.
0: It's, it's like Stanley Walker. I'm like Karen Walker. People don't. People don't I know. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't say that. Like, it's it's um, because mine is a lot cuter than what Stanley Walker was perceived to be. But no, mm. it's just I don't uh, on that end. You know, because we talk about social media and everything else. I don't, and you're open. You are very open, you know, with, with with what you put out there, but myself is like, like, I think some of my social media is curated in different ways. Like my Twitter is Mm. a little bit sassy. I have Mm. like my stupid TikToks, you know what I mean? And then like Mm -hmm. my Instagram is like more for like club and everything. And like Facebook is like people who know me and whatnot. And so, uh, just because whenever you put yourself out there like that, you're always inviting people to comment. You're always inviting people to like something. Like if you mm. don't like this, what did that say about me? You know what I mean? And yeah. like, maybe it's the algorithm who's not letting people see it, but at the same time, it's like, why ain't the algorithm like me? But, yeah, <laughs> and that tells you how I like to spiral. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but so that the whole thing with like my partner with Anthony is that a lot of people know Anthony, you know what I mean? But like in like the club world and that it's like, that's not what I'm selling. You know what I mean? Like when I'm up when I'm up on a box, I'm not selling that part of my life. And then I also I like the fact that I have something that I get to go home to that's mine that I don't really let people
2: Make that's, that's
0: what I want. yeah, I don't let people make judgments. Like the thing is, yeah. is because everybody's gonna have something to say. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, on this show, I've been transparent about things. Like, you know, we are a May December relationship. You know what I mean? Mm. I am younger, and he's been more established, and that sort of a thing. And he has his own company, and and all that. And so, and then when we met, he was like well into his money making years, and I was just starting to get into mine. You know? Yeah. And so when on social media and everything else, it just it's perceived a certain way. But yeah. we've been together for twelve years, just about.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's
0: gonna be twelve. I just I just celebrated my twelve year San Diego anniversary um this July, July twenty eighth. You guys
2: moved out here together or you guys met when you moved
0: out here? Okay. So this is the story. Um we met, and then we're gonna go back to you. So, <laughs> but I'll give you the quick story. So as she's interviewing me, Miss Oprah. What? But what had happened was, is I actually came out here to San Diego. I was working for an entertainment company on the East Coast. Uh, not an entertainment company, an event company. They were d- event design. Joe Minio designs. He's wonderful. Love him. Love him. I actually got to see him last week in South Beach, but um he was my mentor and like taught me everything about like design and event design and like flow and like what it took to put on a wedding or a corporate event. And so we were out here um for a con- for a conference called the special mm-hmm. event, which is actually what I just did. This is all very circular. How this how this yeah. is coming up, but um. So I, we came out here and we did like the educational track and that sort of a thing. And my, uh, who became my partner later, this guy Anthony was the ambassador for San Diego for the conference. Like he was the oh, local okay. person who was kind of like opening, you know, San Diego up to everybody. And like, and this is back in like, go to the stingery, go to on Broadway, go to this, you know what I mean? Like, and like just mm-hmm. leading people around the city to all the event spaces and the nightlife and all that. Cause that's what the conference was for. And yeah. at the time, I was um, rebounding. I was rebounding very ah, well. So I'm,
2: I'm going to do a little dribble rebound.
0: Yeah, so what had happened was is I had broken up with somebody on New Year's Eve.
2: Um, mm-hmm. And
0: I think I've mentioned this before, but yeah, so I broke up with somebody on New Year's Eve. Basically, I just was with him because he looked like Mario Lopez, and that was kind of oh. like... And we had dated for like the whole holiday season. And on New Year's Eve, I realized I didn't wanna be there anymore. I wanted to be with my real friends. Like I just, why am I here? And we were at a bar and I was like, can you get a ride home with one of your friends on New Year's Eve? Like it was like 11 (laughs) o'clock. And I was like, I wanna go with my friends. You don't wanna go there. I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna resent you. And I think that we should leave this here. And so we should like leave this in this year in 2008 or whatever it was and let's, let's go. So that was it. And then like for the whole next month, I was just eating through boys, literally and figuratively. But yeah. um and yeah, I was living. Yeah, and I was living in Ohio at the time. So it was very easy <laughs> like to find yourself, like, you know, just it was, you know, big fish, small pond kind of a situation. Yeah. And um, so he caught my eye and it was different. You know what I mean? It was just something different about the attraction, something different about the interactions and everything and um so we met at that conference and then started dating long distance found ways to see each other like every two to three weeks and then seven months later i moved my ass out here to san diego and like that that was like the history and so i moved out here it was middle of like 2000 i don't know what year it was 2008 2007 yeah it was like 2007 i think or 2008 whatever 12 years was from this day
2: (laughs) for this day
0: yeah so 2008 ish um people are yelling right now at their radios as they're driving their cars and they're cleaning their houses they are yelling and saying 12 years ago was this date okay anyways so that's how we kind of got together and so i've been with him forever since i've been here we had like one like little blip at one time where we just kind yeah. of you know needed to take our time and stretch and i had moved out here and i needed to find my own friends and my own tribe yeah. because when you're just
1: yeah, you
0: yeah when you're living off of one person it don't work so that gets us into like the whole club world so i started getting into the nightclubs and everything else and you were doing like coat checks here and there you were taking pictures i saw you all yeah. of a sudden you were popping up on like ashley nell tipton's timeline who yeah. everybody me and ashley Nell Tipton are going to be judging the throwback ball with strawberry on august 6. okay we're gonna get into that later but anyways so i started seeing you like on all that kind of social media so it's like very like that was of popping up and i started seeing you in real life and i started noticing you and then all of a sudden you mm-hmm. one day like burst out and it was like strawberry corn cakes so I need to know, where does strawberry corn cakes from?
2: How did it all start? Well, so I was born August 7th, 1990. uh, she's not the taking us back. The next day after I was born, I put on my first pair of heels. I'm just saying, <laughs> So know. Um, so I grew up very like, I was a, the, as they call it, a mute. Mm-hmm. I was like, I did not talk, I was an emo kid, like hardcore. Um, They, my counselors and teachers and principals, they were all like, okay, you need to join like an after school program. So I joined uh, the color guard team. Mm. So I was like walking one day and I saw flags. I'm like, oh my God, what is this? So from was from a flag. Right. <laughs> so from color guard, I went to dance. And then I started teaching dance in color guard after I had graduated high school. So I fucking stayed at my high school for like eight more years. Uh
0: huh.
2: Um, so I was doing that and then I stopped because I was you like You graduated, right? Yeah. You were just hanging out at yeah. the yeah. high school. <laughs> oh, no, I graduated and I was You were like, an eighth like,
0: year senior. She's just like in the in the bathroom smoking, floral no. flag. <laughs> uh
2: uh-uh. uh. No, I was uh I graduated and then they put me on payroll. They actually uh my senior year, they um they I was getting paid through a like a grant. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cute, like I get paid through a grant, like while I'm a student that's sick. And then the next year, like they put me on payroll and everything, I would say, okay, cute. So um, then I stopped because uh, I just was working a lot and like, I was just like done. I was done with high school girls. Aye. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then I had met Ashley, like right before my 20, 20th birthday. Um, and I was always going to shows, punk shows, metal shows. Like I was that girl, like very like ska punk, you know, that was me. Nice. But I always had like a fashion side to me. And then, so when I had met Ashley, um, she like kind of convinced me to start going to the fashion school that she went to. So me and her started hanging out like every single day. And then she had uh, a situation where she was doing like a uh, plus size fashion week in New York. And so she had brought, brought over her friend Kina to help her, so, and I was like doing like other little shit because I can't sew. I was like mm-hmm. putting on little buttons, like hand sewing shit, blah, blah, blah. And so it was like me, Ashley and Kina always hanging out. And then, you know, with other friends too, but we were like, the three of us were like always, that's what it was. The
0: three amigos, I get that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a couple of years later, you know, Ashley gets on the show, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then we end up meeting our friend, Giovanni throughout. Giovanni's best friend was a big fan of Ashley's from the show. Giovanni was like, I don't know who that girl is. But we ended up like, liking Giovanni. So it was like the four of us hanging out strong. Every time we would go and hang out, I'm dancing, high kicks, all this shit. Like doing like, you know, just being extra. And like they have like, they all have videos of me like lip syncing. Like when we're at the fucking ATM or we're in the drive-through or like when we're just like, doing crazy shit. And so Keena was like, you should do drag. I was like, no, I don't know. That's not me. So Kina was a plus size burlesque dancer, and she was good friends with uh, Flo Flo, and she was doing uh, City Royals as a special guest. Mm-hmm. This is November
0: 2015. Oh, Flo
2: so Flo! Me and Ashley, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mama. Yes. Um, yes. Uh So me and Ashley went to go support Kina at the show, mm-hmm. and during their intermission, like a lot of drag shows, they pull people from the crowd to lip sync and then they they pulled me and they're like some like girl and then they're like we're gonna play a random song you have to lip sync to it i'm like oh my god i'm scared Mm -hmm. and as soon as the song comes on it's journey don't stop believing which i love and i still cry to this day about that song and i fucking served it and then i was like that was everything it it gave me all the life that i used to have when i was a dancer Uh uh-huh so i i won my little twenty (laughs) dollars And I was like, oh, how can I be in the show next month? And she was like, well, have you done drag? I'm like, no. Because do you, you, do you know what you look like in drag? I'm like, no. I'm like, she was like, well, do that first. And then, you know. So I hit up an old friend that I used to go to punk shows with named uh, Jonathan Michael Coney, a.k.a. Mr. Donna Solutions.
1: Okay. I was like, hey,
2: um, hey, Johnny, do you still do drag? He goes, yeah. I'm like, can you put me in drag? I'm going to like, da 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 And he goes, Yeah. You can use my wig it's for $80. You can use my my body, my pads for $30. <laughs> you want me to do your makeup? Okay, $50. So I'm like, damn, bitch. So he puts me in the drags, send the pictures to Flo-Flo. Flo-Flo says, yes, okay, come do the show. I do the show in, in December, the next month. And as soon as I finished that show, there was a pool of money on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be like all extra in this, whatever, but the rail staff themselves were like, We've never seen this amount of money at a drag show ever. We've never mm-hmm. seen this many people at a drag show ever. I was like, Damn, bitch, well, maybe this is what I should do. So I was like, I'm going to do drag. Girl, my next show, I made $2. <laughs> See, that's
0: Literally. what happens. See, they hook you. They hook you with that first one.
2: Right. I'm like, Well, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to do.
0: Mm-hmm. It's famously. <laughs> Yeah, keep going. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, cause like that—that that happens with a lot of us—is that you get like you get that first taste, the first time I hit the mm-hmm. hit the go-go box, and their people are just giving you money, and you're new, you were, and you're hungry. That's the thing too—is yeah. they see it, and then the next time you go out there, you're like, oh, I know what this is, and then you come back, you're like, I made it. I made a dollar. I made five dollars yeah. in that set, and then it was just like, yeah. so, so, <laughs> the bite there. So what happens?
2: <laughs> well, it was just so. I was, I didn't know, like, my life was punk shows, like, ska shows. Like, that was my life and, like, kickbacks, like, you know, and working. There was, like, no purpose, whatever. So I don't, I didn't know the drag scene. I do not know the gay scene. I wasn't in the, I was 25 years old when I started drag. And I never really came out to Hillcrest because that just wasn't my scene. So when I started to like do shows i didn't know what to expect a lot a lot of the shows my first show was like a drag show the other the other shows after that were like imperial court fundraisers and no Mm -hmm. offense to the imperial court but nobody was coming out to the shows like that to to fundraisers you know Mm -hmm. so that's why i was making like two dollars a number or you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i was a busted ass queen so that's probably why I also wasn't making money. She was
0: new with but, a mop on her head, and okay. she was and she was well, showing up too.
2: Mop. Adonis, Adonis always made me uh, get a new wig. So
0: so that's good. But, after,
2: but Adonis moved. He moved to Tennessee for like four or five months, oh. and I was on my own. And then that's when the mop heads came in. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you... I had to, learn to do my makeup by myself, and like, is Adonis I, your I, drag mom? Adonis is my drag mother. Okay. Yes. So, um, she, she's the only one that I really trust with my wigs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, she was the only one that was like making like my outfits and stuff. Cause I don't sew. I'm not good with my hands. Okay. <laughs> now I practice my makeup so much that I got good at it, but like I practice wigs a lot and I can't, it's not for me. Sewing is not for me. Um, which uh, that's okay for a lot of people, but it wasn't until like, it was like a year into me doing drag where I just didn't see myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of Hispanic queens. I saw a lot of like white passing queens mm-hmm. and I just didn't see myself. And I didn't see what I grew Cause I, I would watch Paris is Burning twice, three times a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's me like this, whatever that is like uh, that's me and I don't see that here in San Diego. So that's when I um, went to Moe's. Mm-hmm. And Michael, uh, Michael was the manager then I was like, Hi, my name is Courtney. And I'm a baby queen," or sorry, strawberry. <laughs> uh-huh. My name is Strawberry. I'm a baby queen. Blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna have this event here. And he was like, Who are you like what? But now here comes Ashley being mm-hmm. missed right off of Project Runway. Mo's were like, oh, we want to have a viewing party for the Ashley lot for Project Runway. And then I walked in with Ashley and Michael saw, and they are like, oh, like, you're friends with... Yeah, so I felt like he was like, okay, well, you're not just a total stranger off the street. Like, this is your best friend. You have a so. connect. You had a connect. Uh, yeah. It's a good so thing to like, have. Yeah. So, you know, he was like, you can have the ball. Like, I'm down. But this is my last week here. Brian Sibonin is going to be the manager. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I always had a crush on Brian. I'm like,
1: (laughs) oh,
2: he is sexy, that little book. Anyways, so Brian worked with me and then Glitz Glam got involved because she was the manager, one Uh of the managers at the time. Um, And then they, basically they let me do whatever I wanted to do.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And that's when the cornball first started.
0: I love that. And
2: then that was like, I feel like that was a start to like strawberry corn cakes, like o- opening the door for herself type of thing, you know. We built it uh,
0: ourselves. You had to build something yeah. for yourself. Like yeah. I think that that's one of those things. Um, real talk here, and so in that sense, is that uh, in San Diego, our nightlife here is a little bit different than a lot of other cities, and I think LA oh, has definitely. the same. LA has the same kind of a thing where um, the Bars, kind of own everything. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like the bar owns, and they're so self sufficient because we have, yeah, we have such strong management and bar owners here. When you uh-huh. look at, like, when you look at a riches or a mo, they're very
2: grounded and they're very like rooted.
0: And they got their stuff happening. They don't need yeah. they don't need anybody to really come in and say, "Oh, you're doing it wrong. Let's do it this yeah. way." Neither of those yeah. places that really has that. But what they do have the fortitude to do is they they know to see like, "Oh, this person has something special. Let's bring them in. Let's cultivate this, and let's you know let's nourish that." So it's something that I think that has happened with our San Diego bars, where I think in a lot of other cities is you know the bar is the thing, but then. Inlands Barracuda, Inlands Dilf, Inlands yeah. Ross Matthews Bubbly Brunch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those kind of things, they land in and they really do have an ownership of what they are. And so I think it's different yeah. here in San Diego. So that's why I think it was, um the, I think I got the same kind of resistance when I first started doing parties here in San Diego, that nobody really wanted to take a chance except for Richard Ronquillo over at the Brass Rail, who saw that. Yeah. Oh you I walked in with Lady O and Grace Towers and you yeah. know what I mean and like and I had these girls and these in all these other and then the boys you know what I mean like when we were club club back then and so yeah. it was like oh you have a connection with all these people so then they kind of like okay let's let's bring you in because they don't need us you know what I mean yeah. and so yeah. that's the thing is it's like so when the bar sees that oh there's something special with this one it's lending a new authentic voice and I think that's the other thing too is that you were also bringing in the melanin you know what i mean like yeah. there's there is something about yeah. that too is is that you know they're starting to see that our dollars and everything else it matters just as much and that we will yeah. show up and we'll drink as well you know what mm-hmm. i mean like we're gonna pay and for i was
2: told and i'm not gonna name names but by one of the rail staff members at the time they were like the reason why your show isn't getting um and this was like back when i was like a city royals cast member Mm-hmm. Um but the reason why the City Royals isn't getting any support from the bar or you guys aren't getting a better time slot is because, you know, your your crowd, you know, your the black people basically um well yeah, they said black people. Mm-hmm. Like black people don't spend money. They're Which like is... the the white the white people and the Latinos will spend money.
0: But that's not even yeah. true anymore because when you look at, like, the circuit parties – because I want to, like, argue that. And I really would love to know. Yeah. And I don't know because I don't run management. And I don't run those kind of numbers. But, like, are honestly the circuit guys really spending that much money when they're all doing G and they're, like, turned yeah. out and they're exactly. just buying bottles of water and some Gatorade yeah. as opposed to – I was surprised
2: by that comment, you know, because of that exact, like, thing. And I'm like – these. I mean, I see people come in and don't even touch the bar. Mm-hmm. They just, like, run to the dance floor. Or they just go and do whatever. Because I, I, I I you know, do co-check at some of these bear events or I do photography at, you know, some of these, like, leather and kink events.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: I'm just like, mm, I, I, I don't see that it's just white people, you know, or kind yeah. of people. It's like, it's everybody that is spending money. I'm like, there there isn't much melanin in these streets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if that's what you're trying to say, but but it's
0: changing. Yeah. And the thing is is yeah. like cuz then you have like we have a promoter like Lar, you know, Durrell, mm. who his Global Mail was a juggernaut, you know what I mean, yeah. for for a long while. And the thing was is in I think there were some places that did him dirty in the day, and some of those places don't even exist anymore where yeah. He was he was bringing in the Thursday night. He really had a lock on Thursday night at different venues. And then they would see that, oh, we got the night going. He started it. And then they would kind of phase him out you know what i mean and then he would yeah. be stuck or, or and, and i don't want to speak for him i need to have i should talk to him on here but you would see that that would also happen too is, is that some of the bars around here would you know they would jump on to a promoter who was bringing in a crowd yeah. and then as soon as it got good it was like okay see you later they would get be dismissed and then the, then the night would go to shit because yeah you don't got that brand you don't got that authenticity the reason why this mm-hmm. why this party worked is because they were playing the hip-hop and the reggaeton and they were doing yeah. that and there was and there's a desire for it and a want for it and to say that mm-hmm. like that crowd isn't spending money on drinks i would beg to differ please um exactly.
2: yeah but so, so that, that's one of the things that like started that kind of fed me like it was like giving me like a fire under my butt to start doing more events and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. and you know the cornball became big it became like something major Mm -hmm. And I had four uh, four corn balls, a vote-to-vote ball because, you know, she does her part for the people, Mm -hmm. Uh, a vote-to-vote ball, and then a Christmas sweater ball. And so that was, like, six balls that I had at Moe's. And then I had two balls over at the rail. You had two balls?
0: You had two balls? I had a lot of balls at the rail. I had a lot of balls at the rail.
2: (laughs) But I have the, the house ball uh, with partnership with uh, Rob Rob. Um, and then I also started uh, a show called The Gig at The Rail, mm-hmm. which was like more urban, not necessarily black, which a lot was getting on my nerves. I had a lot of queens, entertainers messaging me. Hey, I know I'm not black, but can I do your show? I'm like, who said you have to be black to do my show? Mm-hmm. It's a urban was really black. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So this um, night, like, come into an urban song and try not to do Beyonce. Like, do somebody else.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just like it, it was just like me starting from nothing and not getting booked. And we can tap into that if if, if you want, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, there was like a a blacklist of strawberry corn cakes for a minute. I know mm-hmm. you remember those 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 years. Um. I don't because think it's as well be- into
0: there. So, because like you have better things going on now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think that's the thing yeah. is, is that that's different. And like, you've actually, um, as I said, you were so open on social media. So we're seeing that you're also like, now you're focusing a little bit more on the drag and also you're cooking. Yeah. So what's going on there?
2: I do my drag, I do my cooking. I do my photography. And then I am now about to start uh, coming out with, um, more decorative uh clothing for i work around humanity oh yes and so a lot of the places that they order from like because humanity is a gay lifestyle boutique like Mm -hmm. that's what it is um but obviously with the times rolling you know it's like we want to be inclusive to everyone and i just started working like two months ago and i get trans people coming in like hey is there anything for us or it's uh lesbians or no, all 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 the all the everything. Like is there this, is there that? And there isn't really, you know, like we try to we order what we can from the places that are selling it.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna but, start
2: making sure. But here's the
0: other important part important part to this as well for people who are listening, is you guys have to go support these gay businesses. Like like humanity, yeah. you can't just buy all of your nasty pig online you can't just be buying things off of ebay when you want your end to end like run into those stores and spend your money on the brick and mortar and this way we can keep these places going and then also so now courtney you're hearing here that she is bringing in new product we're going to start we're going to keep our eyes open but you guys got to go buy it now too so this way they yeah. can invest more money into this and then they'll start buying more stuff and better mm-hmm. higher end and everything else it really is a vicious cycle and so it, it's important i know that i i talked to sean a while ago and i need to reconnect with him because i wanted to do something with him on um
1: mm-hmm.
0: to ha- promote them on here and like do a little cross promotion with them so we yeah. need to make that happen here eventually but I do love that i love that you're you're going to be focusing a little bit more on on yeah so you're gonna be working with your hands girl
2: <laughs> i mean i ain't making a shirts i mean I'm, I'm using photoshop to make the little graphic and then
0: and then somebody else can, oh, can, can fulfill I... it yeah <laughs> she says, she says uh, pin this I mean, here
2: <laughs> right for all i mean they're, they're just like graphic t-shirts but they're like because that's pretty much like for t-shirts that's what humanity has they have like funny like, you know graphic tees and stuff like that so I'm just going to have like the first t-shirt that I have is like trans women are women. And then I have another trans, trans and proud. I have the shirt, uh, uh, they, them, uh, theirs, but with like the non-binary colors. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, things that, that when those people come in, so we have like a section of flags and mm-hmm. we have like all of the flags, everything that you are, we have it. And are, are people it. buying
0: them? Are people buying them?
2: Yeah, people buy them. And I'd like, that's it, you know? And it's like well, there's all these other shirts that we have that says this, but they're for gay men only, yeah, you know?
0: I, well, yeah. And, and so it's, it's, cause that's what's selling. That's what people are yeah. buying. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what's yeah. kind of coming through there. So I have a question for you. Can I just ask before we move on to something else, because I know we're, we're going to be running out of time in a little bit. Where did strawberry come from? Where did the name, where's the actual name?
2: So I used to work at a, a restaurant and it was a Mexican restaurant. Uh-huh. And so one of the workers started calling me a Corn Tortilius because my old name was Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Everything was corn, you know. So it was a Corn Tortilius or Corn Something, and I would change that to my Instagram name, you know. Uh-huh. So whenever they would come up with something, I would just put it as my name. And then I dyed my hair like like hot pink, like a fuchsia pink. Uh-huh. And one of my coworkers like, oh, like uh, strawberry uh, shortcake. I'm like, no, it has to be strawberry corn cake. Put the corn in the cake. <laughs> and then, and I wasn't even doing drag yet. Um, but then I also had like my alter ego, La Mariposa. Uh-huh. So I love Mariah Carey.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Um, I grew up in Logan, so I know like Spanish and I love butterflies. I have like, I have only two butterfly tattoos. So, so wait, like, so you're
0: a black girl who knows Spanish because I wasn't sure if you were Latina as well.
2: Yeah, I'm a black girl that knows Spanish and okay. knows uh, the cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I started drag, I was like, "Okay, now I need a name. So I did like a little poll on Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, is it La Mariposa 619 or is it strawberry corn cakes? Mm-hmm. La Mariposa 619 won by two points, like by two more points. Mm-hmm. than strawberry corn cakes, but at that time, the majority of my friends were, like, Hispanic, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm just, like, I'm obviously, like, a, I love Drag Race, you know? But I'm, like, if I get on Drag Race, like, I'm gonna have to be explaining to everybody what La Mariposa means because, you yeah. know, my strawberry corn cakes is, you know, and it's more, it's, it's kind of, like, punny, you know, also, um, I would say like strawberry corn cakes, like you know the cakes are corn fed. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. <laughs> when Adonis first made my my first pads, <clears throat> I was skinnier, so my my butt looked like huge.
1: Uh-huh. You
2: know now, now she gained some weight, so the so the butt pads don't look so big. But yeah, so that's where that name came from because they called me strawberry shortcake. I said no, put the corn in the cake.
0: So strawberry corn cakes. Okay, so that's yeah. I love this, and so now. I'm going to give you something right now, because I have a. am a big person for like when you create a brand, especially when you're in like nightlife. Yeah, you need to use Strawberry Bounce by Janet whenever you're walking in you need to have the DJ always have that cue so when I, mean, I, I don't know that song oh my god girl so it's called the strawberry bounce and it's by Janet Jackson and she doesn't really say strawberry in it but the thing is is like i feel like you know like a lot of people they become synonymous with like their songs you know what i mean like so okay. like when alaska comes out you hear you know um nails you know what i mean or like you'll yeah. hear like you know i don't ha- i don't wear wigs this is this is my hair i don't wear wigs and you hear like yeah. that and you know that that bom bom bom. You know that that you know that's her coming out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you need to have DJs put that up because the thing is, is it's really cute. It has a little bit of like a housey beat. It's very dance. And the thing is, is when it starts off, it's <laughs> la 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 <laughs> la la la. la. La 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 la, and it like it's just it bounces, and you need to have that as like yes. your, like they need to play that when they like okay it's strawberry corn cakes, and then you come out to that song, and then you kind of start i you need to use yeah. it as your brand because then when people hear that music they make it synonymous with you, and so right. that's just my thing because whenever I hear that song I always think of you. <laughs> So you gotta hear it.
2: With my show "Rumor," we use the Lindsay Lohan "Rumor" song, Uh and we always say the rumor started herself, strawberry corn and then you know we go into that song. But I'll have to check into that. You gotta check
0: it because the thing is, it's very cute, and just for some reason, whenever I hear it, because I I listen to a lot of Jen, it's from Demita Joe. It's from that album. And the oh, thing is is and so whenever I hear it, like I always think, Oh, strawberry corn cakes needs to use this. So that's always been my thing. But <laughs> now the other thing too is I just wanted to know, okay, so when did it become like apparent that Courtney existed too, besides strawberry? So, when did that branch it was
2: off? About like honestly, it was when I um started getting really good at my makeup. Mm-hmm. And I was looking very like feminine. Um, I it took me a while, like you know, as they say on Drag Race with Pandora and So Unique. It took me a while to really love myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, but no, like it took me a while. It took me moving out of my parents' house to live by myself, no roommates, to like, who like love my body as like a black man. Mm-hmm. Um. And like you know, I don't I don't have any like like you know uh, society standards like fit body or curves or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just I had to accept and appreciate what I had. Um, but then when I started doing drag and I started getting good at my makeup, like I was like dread taking off my makeup because I was like I don't want to go back to being that person. Because Strawberry got compliments. Strawberry. Got attention, and like I would literally like get home from the show, take off my pads, and just look in the mirror and just be like, "This should be you every day." Mm. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And that was about like four, like fourish years ago. Uh huh. And um, my boyfriend at the time, I had a boyfriend for like three months, you know. <laughs> uh, I told him I was like, "What if I like transition and became a woman?" He was like. Well, whatever you want, like, whatever makes you happy. And I'm like, so I was kind of like him saying that and accepting that was kind of like the first like, okay, well, if my boyfriend is okay with me transitioning, like, maybe other people would be okay. And then it turned into me making sure if other people are okay with it to me saying, fuck it, I need to be okay with it.
0: So, yeah, when did it become okay with you? Yeah. yeah. Because you were the one who needed the biggest permission from your own self. Exactly.
2: So it was like three-ish years ago, maybe a little bit longer, only because no, we had like three. Um, my sister Miss Sadie Penns, she started transitioning, and it was like I got to see them go through it. Mm-hmm. I remember them their first month on hormones, their three months on hormones, their six months on hormones, them getting their electrolysis, you know, all you know, just like the the process, and I'm like damn sadie is beautiful you know and like they're living their like truth and so i was like you know what i just have to do it and at first i was like oh, i'm just gonna uh, get on hormones and do like a little feminization mm-hmm. i just want to live my life a little bit more feminine not trans so it took me a while to like get like my insurance and all that stuff blah blah, blah. um and then once i did you know i went and got all my hormones and I was on hormones for like six months before I told anybody. Mm-hmm. And I just, when I told them, I was like, I'm just on hormones. You know, I was still going by Cornelius. Courtney was like never in my head, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, But then the more and more months went in and I'm like, I'm on hormones. and I'm like, I'm a woman. Like, I, this is like, this is this me. like this androgynous thing that I was trying to do. Mm hmm you know okay it's like for instance like you know how when people because i came out as bisexual before i came out as gay
0: okay yeah a
2: lot of people you know um
0: because you don't want to admit to the whole the whole yeah the whole truth you can't you can't give the whole truth because because there's all that stigma
2: behind it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like
0: i can't be a gay guy yeah
2: at the time i was bisexual like i did actually like like girls Mm -hmm. you know it was you know it wasn't like i was attracted to to the the person i I was like (laughs) i just told y'all i said dick like why would i not be afraid to say that i was gay Mm -hmm. you know but um so it was probably so i had i started dating Mm -hmm. as strawberry i got on grinder i wasn't really on grinder as as Cornelius, um Mm -hmm. but i got on grinder as strawberry and I went on like a couple of dates and I was like dating this one guy for a couple of weeks or weeks, months, whatever. Um, and I'm not the type of girl that would let, you know, somebody always pay for dates, you know, like equal opportunity. I don't want them to think that I belong to them type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I paid for one of our dates and we we'll just pick up and then we're gonna come back to my place. And then so I, they had like a little iPad and like I swiped my card and they turned it around. For me to sign, mm-hmm. and it popped up Cornelius Johnson, oh. and then my date was like Cornelius. Okay, all right. I was like, my body turned cold. I was uh-huh. like, oh, like uh-huh. gross, you know. So, um a couple weeks later, I was just like, I need a pick a name i need to pick a, a more feminine name and back in the day when i used to like want to be all f- female i was like oh my name is ashley it was before i was even friends with ashley uh-huh. i'm like, like i can't call myself ashley you know now you know, um,
0: Caitlyn jenner the way that she did that with her sons um with her son's wife you know that right so like no. you know caitlin jenner okay so Caitlyn jenner you guys this is this is history this is Baldwin and bingeable pop culture history but what ended up happening was is that when Caitlyn Jenner was first coming out when she was you know when she was transitioning when she picked her name Caitlyn Jenner's son Brody Jenner was with a Caitlyn Jenner and he had been with her for like five six years it wasn't like a new girlfriend and so like can you imagine that conversation of like, Hey dad? Yeah. So you're transitioning. Yeah. Great. Okay. I accept you, dad. So what's your name going to be? Caitlin. That's my girlfriend's wow. name. <laughs> like like that, that conversation had to happen at some point. And I would really love that to is know so
2: funny. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. But so you had the same situation It's like, I'm Ashley. Yeah. And then Ashley will be like, wait, I'm Ashley. <laughs> I,
2: with the real Ashley, please send.
0: up. Yeah. She go, she'll pull you down.
2: <laughs> okay. But I've, I was I wanted to stay true to like everybody in my family, my dad, my my sister, and my brother, and then me. We all have the same initials.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then my mom and my oldest sister they have the same initials. So I wanted to stick to my family's initials, which is C M J. Okay. So my old name was Cornelius Mandel Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of like Kiara. I'm like Kiara, don't it didn't, it didn't stick, and I was like. Cornelius Corn Court Courtney. Courtney. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Courtney fits, you know? And I I've loved the name McKinsey forever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and so I was like, Courtney McKenzie Johnson. Like that has a ring to it. And so that was like, okay, Courtney. Like bam. it's like, natural.
0: It's so yeah. natural on you though. Like too. That's the yeah. thing too. Is like when you were like, you guys I'm Courtney now. Like and it was like, Yeah, she is you know what i mean like it just you you kind of feel that too is that when people when they when they choose their names and like you know alexis i don't remember alexis's name before you know um you know and the thing is is like and and it's just like yeah you're courtney that's you know so it makes all that kind of sense i love that um so going into so i don't want to like wrap this up before we before we talk a little bit about it but I'm so excited because I've been seeing that you were doing the corn ball and it was always happening yeah. like on dates where I was always like out of town or I was doing something. And so I was never able to do one of the ones when you were over at Mo's. Yeah. But now the ball is landing over at the Marrow. So you guys have a venue yeah. change. And uh,
2: yeah, a venue change, but it's, it's more balls coming. So okay. they're still happening at Mo's, but also I love Paul over at the Marrow. He was like, Hey, pandemic is, you know, quarantine is done, have an event. I'm like, Ooh, a ball.
0: So well this one's called the throwback ball. So is it more like the corn ball happens at Moe's and all the other balls will be anywhere else? Is that kind of yes, what's happening here? Okay. Exactly. So this is happening. Impulse San Diego is presenting the throwback ball. It is gonna be yes. Friday. Friday. August 6th at nine PM at the Marrow in San Diego. So you guys you guys will see this on both of our social media. So in this episode will come out this will come out should come out Tuesday, so you guys will have a couple oh, days cool. so you guys will so it's going to come out the week of. So when you guys are listening to this, make sure you guys know that Friday this will be happening, but keep your eyes open because more of these kind of things are happening, but what's great about this. Yeah. Is that strawberries hosting this with Adonis her mother and her your mother looks so much older than you and i'm still. Ah! <laughs> She'll kill me anyways, uh, so the judges are Coco Chanel. Uh,
2: I had judge for the remainder of the balls.
0: Love this. We have Ashley Tipton and then myself. So it really is like somebody who is like authentic judge. You have the style judge. And then you have me who is like the sassy one who's like, did they really feel the character out? Did they feel it?
2: Uh-huh. Well, the thing is, is like Coco is a living legend. Uh-huh. She's an icon. Ashley knows fashion. She knows like style. She knows all that. And then you, you know, entertainment, like that's, you know, that's your shit, you know? That's I do. <laughs> yeah, it's what you do. So it's like, I feel like this judging panel is like hella like, you know.
0: I think it's, it's going to be fun. I'm I'm going to yeah. be like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to put my personality all the way out there. I'm going to be D'Angelo Gogo that night. I'm not going to be like laid back, but it'll yeah. be, it'll be nice and fun. You guys performing that night, we have Vanity Jones and Deja Ray and yes. DJ Pureflow. And then uh, there's eight different categories. And can people, so the participants, it's a $5 buy-in and the thing is, but there's yeah. cash prizes, so you're gonna get your money back yeah. if you are walking correct. Uh, okay. If you are being a spectator, it's $10. And you guys spend the money. We've been talking about this, we've been yeah. talking about this, talking about this. Is that if you guys are gonna spend some money, 20 bucks gets you in and you can tip some people for the evening, yeah. you know what I mean? And then the rest of the night you, you do that. The Exactly. So this is being put on to by the black, um, the San Diego black LGBTQ coalition. And so love that you guys have them, them involved with this. And then um, can you tell us a little bit about the categories like
2: So uh, I really quickly will say this. So the last couple of balls. I was coming out of pocket, you know, for everything for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Paul San Diego, they came out to one of them the last fall and reached out and they were like, want to, you know, kind of like sponsor your events. So I'm like, wow. Like, thank you. you know? Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. so, uh, a lot of the things that are coming out are put on by me, but it is, uh, presented through, uh, in Paul San Diego. And I love that the uh, Black LGBT coalition has reached out, and I they helped support Black Girl Magic last year,
1: oh, nice. uh, or not
2: last year, the year before. So they pretty much helped us like a lot. Um, so to have them part of this is like you know, full circle. and I'm very happy. Pretty much. So category one, denim on denim. You mm. need to have denim, and this is the throwback ball. So. Think 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Uh, denim on denim, very Britney and Justin, if y'all remember. Okay. Uh, category two is pretty and pink, so as much pink as you can. Okay. There's always the color. Um. So pretty and pink, as much pink as possible. And then there is Y2K pop star. I'm sorry about that.
0: Who's <laughs> dinging you?
2: <laughs> ah! She's blowing uh, up. It's dry.
0: It's booty calls. So That's me- who it is. It's all the booty calls. See?
2: Ah, she, got, she got was. more
0: social, you guys. Courtney's she social. Got more. <laughs> right.
2: I'm getting hit up. People are people she are got, about the
0: she got balls in the air. She got balls in her phone. Okay. Ah! <laughs> uh
2: and then category three is Y2K pop star. So you can either like mimic a, a pop star and come in like their like impersonation, or you can be your own pop star and just sell that like, you are giving us pop star.
0: I have ridiculous um, clothes. I want to like, I'm going <laughs> to-
2: Yes, come, come, come in the guiche.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm in
2: the geish.
0: So, and then, and then we, we have, have some have, traditional categories.
2: Traditional categories, yes. We have face, you gotta sell your face, sell your features, sell it to the judges, mm-hmm. exactly. And then we have body. You do not have to be fit-
0: You just to have to sell your body.
2: Category. Just sell it. Uh, uh, Richard Trinidad, AKA uh, Mm Trinidaddy. He is a big boy. He's won the last three body categories, I mean, last three balls.
0: Oh no. So
2: he he is (laughs) on his way to being legendary status in the ballroom scene, honey.
0: Yes, San Diego Um, ballroom scene.
2: And then we have 80s fashion, Mm self-explanatory.
0: Then we
2: have rogue down, and it says any style because there are multiple styles of voguing there's different elements of voguing and I'm not um, I'm not um, making it a certain element just yet uh because at traditional you know balls it's like okay the category is vogue and then, then the subcategory is hand performance and then the subcategory is old ways subcategory is uh spins and dips you know what I mean so this mm-hmm. is just open whatever kind of way you know how to vogue come and vogue the last category is a house category. Um, it's a uh, boy band or girl group. So y'all need to come out as a house looking like a boy band or a girl group. And that house, that category is a $300 prize.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Girl, I'm not hosting. I'm about to, I'm uh, 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 I'm not judging. Ah! I'm just I'm about yeah, to I like compete. To Where are my friends? Where are my friends? <laughs> <That part. laughs> he and the girls together i i love so much that you're bringing this uh to to the to, to our to san diego i think that it's great yeah. because there's there really is room for every single thing here you know what i mean yeah. and so and it's just people need to just get out there and support them so then they can keep on going because that's the only thing yeah. is, is that when when there's too much going on you know that people kind of you know things things start to get you know um swept under the rug, so to speak. And so exactly. I think this is great. I think that, you know, I've been pushing this this week. And so I'm really encouraging you guys all to come out to this and just keep your eyes out for any of the corn balls that are becoming your way in the future. Before we wrap this up, I like to ask people their binges. And so I'm going to ask you, what are, what does Courtney watch? What's her binge?
2: Ah! So I love like dating shows,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but my number one is the Food Network. Food I love Network. watching me a Bobby Flay, be Bobby Flay. I love uh, rest uh, restaurant rescue. I love um, the parking lot uh, game. I love why.
0: I have a question for you. Why are chefs so hot on that when they're not really hot men? But there's <laughs> but but the thing is, is they're sexy. Like they're not they're, hot, but they're sexy. They are like. Mm-hmm.
2: to me like some of them well first of all bobby flay like he packing um <laughs> but there'd be like these like italian chefs and they have like these nice beards and their accents i'm just like oh my god and then you have these like tall like french boys they'd be on there i'm like oh my god uh, and then you have like these, like you know, these these African American black daddy grilling and stuff, and I'm just like, oh. Uh. I love that. I had to relook at Bobby
0: Flay. Yeah, like the thing is, is like he's not like a, he's like somebody's dad. Like he's not like a yeah. like, super yeah. great looking guy, but the thing yeah. is, is but there's something about him that's like it's sexy and like.
2: So I watch. I've watched like so many seasons of Beat Bobby Flay, um, which is just a, a TV show where different chefs and cooks come in compete against each other, and whoever wins that gets to compete against him. There's so many scenes where you see his bulge.
0: <laughs> and really? I'm just like,
2: yes. But see, that's like, the like, thing, I've, is that you're I'm watching like, the Food
0: Network, and so you're finding all the sexy things, because that's what happens. That's what happens <gasps> when I watch Survivor. I'm, a very that I'm like, sexual mm, I think we're yeah. all very sexual, and if you're not, then, I guess. Fruit!
2: <laughs> yeah, right? I guess you belong here. So you are a food but, network. Uh, yeah.
0: I think that's so fun. Like, I've been, wa- we've been really into like the food, um, the food competition shows lately. Like, I, you know, like, I love and yeah. I love a nailed it here and there, you know what I mean. Like sometimes oh. it can be a little bit loud, but like, and I love me some great British breakoff. Paul Hollywood is oh, like, yeah. hello. Yeah, We've, we had a yeah. we had 15 minutes dedicated to him once in a past episode, but oh. like, <laughs> but um, lately I've been watching like that new Crime Scene Kitchen. Have you watched that? No. Okay, so this is cute. It's on Hulu, so you can like catch the whole the whole first okay. first season is on there. And so, Crime Scene Kitchen. It is, they um, set up a big kitchen, you know, like in uh-huh. in the middle of like the room and inside of it, they have cooked something in this kitchen before the bakers have arrived. And then the bakers have to go through the kitchen and figure out with the clues left what was uh-huh. made and then they have to replicate it themselves. And it can okay. be very specific, like, okay. So, you know, in in there, um, you know, they would find like a parchment paper with the little rings on it and then like you know they're yeah. smelling it and they're like this smells like um pistachio and these little these little circles all over the parchment paper this means they, they made macaroons they made macarons okay so then they oh, and then they go fair. through and they're like okay well the you know the cocoa powder's open and then blah 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 and so then they go and these people they mm. make this whole thing and then like some teams they make like passion fruit macarons and they do it as a tower and the other ones make yeah. macarons and they put them as a little plate thing and then at the end they're like okay so here are the clues that should have led you to making a macaron tower and yeah. you know so you should have used pistachio because you saw the pistachio was out you yeah. saw this but the cocoa you should not have made chocolate ones because the cocoa was expired like it's that kind of thing so you have to like look at the details like they'll have like yeah. pictures they'll have like pictures on the refrigerator of like santa claus so you are realizing oh. oh it's a holiday dish you know that kind of thing and yeah. so it's a fun show and there's only like eight episodes so watch that okay um i got into that and then right now i've got into the great chocolate showdown (laughs) okay no this is on set this is on um hulu as well and so and with this one it's they are cooking with chocolate and it's tempering chocolate and each one they have to do like a different skill and the bakers aren't so much in both shows they're like bakers like you you know what i mean that somebody who is good in the kitchen who knows what they're doing and who's well-versed you know you usually have to be pretty pretty yeah. educated in a sense but um it's they're so fun and so i will say that like i don't watch the, the food network so much but i do watch the food like challenge shows i really yeah. appreciate those lately and i don't know where that came from either and so and i was like watching the one with the crime scene kitchen i was like oh i would have slept with him like as i'm like watching yeah. it you know yeah. I mean? yeah yeah <laughs> like, like and that, that baker
2: that is, like a big part of like i mean that's a big part of watching any type of show for me like i need a sexy guy to be on there like you know like
0: see i do the same thing that's i i, I do that with survivor is that i will pick whoever i think i'm gonna have a crush on and i'm like i'm gonna cheer yeah. for you and then by the yeah. time that like that person if they don't make it all the way then i find somebody else to gravitate towards yeah. but i usually i'm like i'm in love with them mm. like and then that's i just that's how i watch with, it uh
2: the challenge on mtv
0: oh yes yeah. Did you um, watch the All Stars one that they just did?
2: Yeah, it was okay.
0: It was, but some of them look fine old. Like Mark yes. Mark is big Mark, and yes. like huge. And like yeah. I would I would appreciate that under my pillow. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. I under my pillow? Mark, under my tree. I, I don't know what it says. Yes, and I was a fan of a fan uh, of yes. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the Letarian. Who I but, didn't, I didn't know from any past season. I was just Terry like, hey, "You're like hot. my uncle." Yeah, I'm like, "You're like my uncle," but I see bulge. Ah,
0: that's how it all is for like a lot of those shows, though. That's the one thing that was making me mad about the Survivor is that like in later seasons of Survivor, they started blurring out the bulges, which was
2: like, "Yes, oh my we're, god, we're On here Love for this." Island, they are they're like making the boys wear like compression shorts under. Oh, really? Yeah, like compression shorts under their shorts.
0: That's so dumb. (laughs) No, that's not, it's like not fair. If we have to look at titties the whole time, let us look at bulges. Like, so it's not fair. There's always such a double standard when it comes to all of that. And so just wanting to know if there's anything else that you wanted to promote that you want to kind of push out there for people.
2: Um, yes. So there's something really important. It's like really close to my heart, uh, like really near and dear to my heart. It is called, uh, Venmo, my Venmo is strawberry ninety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what we'll put in the show notes.
2: <laughs> ah, nice um, I mean, honestly, uh, just like support your local drag, um, That's you know. True. Hey, yeah, I'm, it's I'm like, the person even, who
0: stays home though. Like I am so like a I'm a homebody, yeah. and then all of a but, sudden hey, I'm you're like,
2: supporting local drag by doing this by having me on here right now.
0: True, true, because the thing is, is like I do like to make sure that like I like to see what's going on. I like artsy people and I like yeah. people who like to put themselves out there. And so yeah. I do I do find that. But I am like one of those homebodies. So the thing is, I'm not even supporting Trixie Mattel. I'm, I'm not supporting nobody. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, but- <laughs> no, but I think it really is super important that we need to make sure that we save our local yeah. drag and everything else, because the performers, you guys, um, they are the ones who are like right, right now working you know, yeah. each week to pay their bills and to make sure. And the thing is, and if you didn't have that, you would, our bars would not be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just and drag
2: it like pays my rent and pays my bills.
0: Absolutely. So Everything
2: else is just like extra to get going to savings. So it's like the support of drag is like hardcore, but I mean. What's going on with the have, kitchen?
0: Like, What's going on with your kitchen? What's going on with that?
2: So the thing is I don't have a kitchen. Oh, no. So it's hard. It's been hard to, like...
0: To do the orders anymore.
2: To do everything, yeah. Cause, so... Because that was it, fun it was,
0: when you were doing that in the in the middle uh-huh. of the quarantine, is that you were doing, like, the meals yeah. and everything.
2: And, and I had more time to do it. You know, now I work at Humanity. I have my dragon. and I have, like, my photo shoots. So it's, like, cooking... It's for fun. It's for fun, <laughs> but also it was, like, you know, putting money in my pocket, but... I just if I'm gonna cook, it's like I need at least like three days off in a row. So um, I need mean one day to like prep everything, one day to like make everything, and then the next day to like sell it. Yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and I don't have that luxury. Like even like on my birthday, I I, I don't you know what I'm not celebrating my birthday. I have a drag brunch in the morning, and then I have to drive up to Costa Mesa for a drag bingo at a Tin Lizzie saloon. Nice. And
0: You're then it's like blessed.
2: <laughs> Bitch, I am and you need to tell
0: everybody birthday. that's your birthday that day because in that way you really you rake it in for that yeah, one day I too so. is that I, birthday know, shows I, I, birthday I, I, shows
2: I up, um last night at my show i was like hey guys so i just came out to my parents two days ago uh as transgender so give me your money
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they kicked me out 10 years ago but, <laughs> but
2: you know i'm here I uh, love yeah, so that, that. That situation will be a whole YouTube video next week, anyways. Oh, I but, love that. Um, so,
0: so we have to keep our eyes out for Strawberry Courtney's yeah. YouTube video about coming out to your parents. Yeah. That's- I mean, just
2: follow my, my, my Instagram. Everything, my life is on Instagram. You know, yeah. like there's nothing that is unturned on my Instagram. You don't ever know, though
0: people will find secrets or they'll try to act like they found secrets and so then you're just have to be like it's all out and there.
2: <laughs> that's one of the reasons I feel like why I do why I am so open is because it's like I hate secrets and I hate uh I hate wondering what is like you know what something is you know mm-hmm. like somebody says oh I have a dirt on you. I don't want to be like, oh my god. Oh my god, what is this dirt? I want to be like, oh you mean when I did X, Y, and Z last week? Oh, the, everybody knows, you know, mm-hmm. I posted it.
0: I mean, like, honestly, I mean, as long as you are not hurting people, children, or doing meth, I mean, like, go
2: off. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not hurting nobody today.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and uh, children, <laughs> they've been swallowed.
0: This has been another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm coming to you with Courtney Johnson, AKA Strawberry Corn Cakes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you guys like and subscribe everywhere that you guys can find podcasts. Give five stars over on Apple Podcasts. Please tell your friends about this, okay? Pass it along. Tell the robots and let them know that we are here. Make sure that you guys support Strawberry Corncase. You guys can find her on Instagram. It'll all be in the show notes. And um, see us at the Throwback Ball on August 6th at the Marrow San Diego yes 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 and then the next night i'm actually going to be over at pex because uh i have thirst so one night i'll be dressed the next night i will not be and i might switch it up never know no (laughs) okay love it thank you so much thank you for having me absolutely and good night from the lower level
2: good night from the lower level